0: Good morning. Let's thank the worship team. You guys are incredible. Thank you for being faithful week in and week out. It's still not the same not being with you here in this place, but it's good to be together some way or another. We're still live. We're still worshiping at the same time. And and I think that there's, there's a great power in that. So I mentioned we're gonna start our new series today. Bob Moss is gonna join me here in a second, but I just wanna set this up because what I just read, John sixteen thirty three, in in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I have come the world. So, so I know, we know that in this world, if we put our affection, our attention on the things of this world, we will have trouble. But before that, Jesus said, I have told you all of these things so that in me, you may have peace. So when our affection and our attention is focused on Jesus, we can have peace. But when our affection and our attention is focused on the things of this world, trouble, trouble will defeat peace. And so this morning we're going to go deep. We're going to look at what it means to really take heart, go deep within us and take heart in the fact that Jesus has overcome the world. We're going to be looking at these different spiritual disciplines through these next few weeks so that we can go spiritually deep told you that this is a a season for spiritual deepening and awakening, even though we're social distancing, that doesn't change the fact that we can grow in our faith in Jesus. And when the waves come and the storms come, we can stay solid knowing that he has overcome the world. So without further ado, we're going to sit down and, and have a conversation. Bob Moss is here in the flesh, pastor of spiritual formation. Bob how are you? I'm doing well. Good. Hey, tell us a little bit. I mean, it's good to see you in person. I've seen you a lot in Zoom. Tell us what you've been, what you've been up to these, these last few weeks.
1: Well, you mentioned Zoom. Oh, I, I think been... you need
0: to turn your mic on. Is he on
1: or on? What have I been doing? You mentioned Zoom. I have found a new hobby, and it is Zoom. I've had as many as 10 meetings in one day, and that is one-on-one and in small groups. And it it's it's opened up a whole new life for me. And I do it all out of my office at home. Who do you share your office with? I share my office now with my wife. <laughs> she has my desk, and I have to bring in a one of those
0: portable tables. I but love it. We love it. We're working together and we're having a good time. That's awesome. So uh, I put up this slide a few weeks ago. It's the Navigator Wheel. And it has, uh, this is how to live a glorifying, uh, godly life, how to glorify God with our life. We, we talked about Jesus at the center. That's what we've been focusing on the last two weeks. And then we're going to look at that horizontal line, the prayer and the word. We're going to look at other spiritual disciplines as well. But today what we want to focus in on is that big round one, the obedience, because there's a fine line between uh, doing things in order to, uh, you know, please God or or satisfy God versus being obedient because of what God has done for us. So, Bob, in that vein, tell us, what what are spiritual disciplines? You're like the spiritual discipline master, so tell us a little bit, what are spiritual disciplines?
1: Well, spiritual disciplines are practices of the commands of Jesus. Uh, in at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, he said, Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. The rains come down, the streams rise, the wind blows again and and the house stands because its foundation is on the rock. But everyone who hears his words and does not put them into practice is like a foolish person who builds their house on the sand. And the rains come down, streams rise, winds blow, beat against that house, and it falls with a great crash. So he mentions spiritual practices. And that's what, Spiritual disciplines are. It's practicing
0: what Jesus Mm. taught. That's so good. So we'll be looking at prayer, we'll be looking at meditating on scripture, scripture memory. We're gonna be looking at Sabbath, stewardship, and then we'll look at a few of those vertical lines, fellowship, and, and we'll, go back, we'll go back to witnessing. So why are they so important? Why, why, why should we be talking about them? Because to me, sometimes spiritual disciplines can, can sound rather religious, or maybe I need to do these things in order to be in right standing with God, but why are they so important uh, to our faith? Well,
1: to understand why they're important, we need to go back to a parable that Jesus told in the beginning of his ministry. And that is the parable of the sower. He said, some seed fell on the path, some seed fell uh, in on rocky places, some fell in bushes and some fell on good soil. And he described the different soils and he said, the path is the person who hears the word but doesn't understand it, and the devil comes along and takes it away. The person who is on rocky soil hears the word and receives it with joy, but when persecution or trouble comes because of the word, and we need to understand that when you take the word, there, trouble's gonna come because you, he requires a transition. So he says they fall away. The third group was those where they fall in the bushes. And it says the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of wealth uh, choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. But then he said some seed falls on good soil where it produces a crop, 30, 60, and 100 fold. So spiritual disciplines are the disciplines that we have to develop in our life if we want to grow and mature.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And, and I think also about sports teams, sports fans, today's a good day. Do you know why, Ben? Why? Because Michael Jordan's 30 for 30 comes out tonight. It's 97, oh, wow. 98 Bulls. I think it's like a 10-part series. Oh, wow. I may be the only one excited about it, but it's it's gonna be a, a breath of fresh air. And I actually have a couple of... Uh, Michael Jordan quotes about practice and spiritual disciplines. I think could be like practicing um, so that when trials come, exactly. it's almost like game day. Yes. You know, you, you you fall back on your training, you and, and so you're not as as rattled. Here's what he said: He said, um, "The minute you get away from fundamentals, whether it's proper technique." work ethic, or mental preparation, the bottom can fall out of your game, your schoolwork, your job, or whatever you're doing. So, so basically what he's saying is that fundamentals are really important. And he actually uh, then goes on to another quote that talks about why fundamentals, why the right fundamentals are so important. He says that you can practice shooting eight hours a day, but if your technique is wrong, then all you become is very good at shooting the wrong way. Get the fundamentals down, and the level of everything you do will rise. Now, we just quoted Michael Jordan on a Sunday morning, but I think there's something there because if we get these fundamentals right, if, if we really dig deep and go down with prayer and uh, meditating on scripture and, and allowing the Sabbath to truly be holy and you know stewardship, everything belongs to God, those kind of things, everything that we do will be blessed. So give us a few examples. What is, what have spiritual disciplines done in your life? Oh, well, when I, uh, when I started
1: following the Lord, I had a, I had a mentor, a coach, a disciple what, it, and he, uh, immediately began to immerse me in the word. And I began to study the Bible And that was foreign to me because I had never studied the Bible before. And for about seven months, I became a part of a local church. Uh, It happened to be a Baptist church. If that man that led me to the Lord would have been Presbyterian, I would have joined a Presbyterian church or whatever he would have been, I would have been. So about seven months after I started following the Lord, I went aboard a ship. And so... In my naive way of thinking, I thought, I need to find the Baptists on this ship. Because if, they, if I can find some Baptists, wow, everything, you know, I'll find the Christians. I'll find the people that are really following the Lord. Well, I found the Baptists, and they weren't following the Lord. And uh, that was a big letdown to me. And But I did find Presbyterians and Methodists and Uh, even Catholics Mm -hmm. and uh, other people who were following the Lord. And we gathered together and we didn't have a chaplain on the ship. So we just gathered together and studied the Bible together. And it was there that I began to understand, you know, the church is a whole lot bigger than the Baptist, you know?
0: Yeah. And and talk a little bit about, talk a little more about that because we're kind of, transitioning to, and, and I mentioned that earlier, God's making all things new. Now, I, you know, we don't know exactly what things are gonna look like two months, three, four months down the road. But I, what I love about this season is that really everything is being stripped down and, and I'm thinking about my home. I'm around my kids a lot more. I'm, I'm around my wife a lot more. And, and for some that may be harder. Thankfully for me, I'm, I'm blessed however I think about something with my kids where I'm present with my kids, but that doesn't always mean that that I'm all there. And I think that's same with, with the spiritual disciplines, is we can do the Christian thing and we can go to church and we can go to community group and we can say we have faith in Jesus, but there's a difference between having that, you know, identity as I'm a Christian Towards actually you know me being a present dad, and, and when my kids ask me to play with them, I drop everything that I'm doing, and I say yes because they're the most important part of my life, mm-hmm. so they, need, they want a dad that's, that's present in their life, not just present at home. so how does that work out with maybe something that we're going through as a church or, or um, how is God making that new? Well, for me, it took
1: it was a long process and Early on, I had uh, memorized that portion of Scripture in John 15, where Jesus talked about being the vine and we're the branches, and abiding in Christ uh, was the key. But I didn't really understand what it meant to abide. Abide, Abide—the the real meaning of that word is to remain in the vine, and. While I was able to practice spiritual disciplines, one of the, it, it was a problem for me because I would get so easily distracted. Uh, a lot of the distractions came from within. Some of them came with the, from without. I had desires in my heart that weren't 100% for the Lord. So I would pursue things that God never intended for me to pursue. But I came to a place, it it happened when uh, it actually really took off when I discovered that uh, one of my boys was addicted to crystal meth. And that that was a horrible, horrible nightmare. It became a huge distraction. And yet, it also, while it was a distraction... It drove me into a much deeper relationship with the Lord than I'd ever had before. And through my relationship with my son, in order to try and rescue him out of that horrible addiction, which took a long time it took a a very long time during the process i began to discover a dimension of christian living that i never experienced before and it it literally drove me into a place of abiding in christ that freed me from all my desires that i had that were counter to him it freed me from distractions because I was focused on him and I was able to do it more and more and more. And the spiritual disciplines that I had learned over the 50 years previous to that were were the bedrock of of what was happening because the winds were blowing, the streams were rising, and the rain was falling hard on my life. And it was the worst experience Linda and I ever went through was walking in that period of time. Fortunately, he is prospering and blessing us abundantly now. And he's walking with the Lord and he's gonna have his own ministry. But there was that season that it was a bad season but God
0: made it work amen. for good. Amen, amen, that's so good. So one thing I wanna say is if you have any questions, go ahead and ask, if you wanna ask Bob any question, go ahead and just drop a question out in the comments. We'll probably take one or two as, as we wrap up, but any questions regarding spiritual disciplines, uh, that's really my final question is, is how can we start? How can we start practicing? What would be a good starting place as we start this Let's Go Deep series? And then after Bob uh, answers this, maybe we can answer a a question or two and then then we'll close um, with worship. So how can we start practicing?
1: I go all the way back to my beginning in my walk with the Lord. Uh, I was in a meteorology office at Corpus Christi and there was only one man who was following the lord that was i mean 100% really following the lord and he's the man that introduced me to Christ he's the man that began to disciple me and had bob not been there for me i i don't know where i would be god God sent him into my life to rescue me out of the kingdom of darkness. Jesus paid the price, but God used a man in my life to rescue me. And so when we talk about spiritual disciplines, you can do it on your own. You can read books. I've read tons of books. I've I've studied uh, many, many, many books, and I've memorized many, many scriptures, but having someone there to answer your questions to be there to guide you uh is really really important and so um, i would suggest that anybody that wants to develop spiritual disciplines find another person who wants to develop spiritual disciplines and maybe has a head start just a little bit and 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 work as a team In the navigators when I was involved in the navigators we had what we called the buddy system and I have I have friends that, that worked with me and we, we challenged each other like iron sharpens iron we would sharpen each other so
0: That's so good. The buddy system. Let's bring the buddy system back. And and a great way to start also is just in your community groups, having those conversations in your community groups and, and maybe pairing off from there. Uh, if you haven't joined an online community group, this is Amen. the community group plug right here. Uh, go ahead and Jump in dot today. Did I get that right, Taylor? Jump in dot today and, and fill out. They're thriving, they're meeting. Uh, it's not the same, but look, it's much better to meet online via Zoom rather than, than not meeting at all. So uh, it's a great, great place to start. Um, do we have any, any questions? No one's asked any questions. We'll do this. Um, go ahead and thank. And if you have questions, email me, Jose at cypresscreekchurch.com. Maybe something specifically that you want to cover that you have questions about and um, we'll be sure to talk about it and, and we'll be sure to answer those uh, either personally or, or from here so that we can go deep together. Bob, is there anything you like to say before um, we close? No, I, I am thrilled and honored and
1: blessed to be back in vocational ministry. I had retired and intentionally stepped back from being on staff at a church. And for three years, I was able to observe the church from outside of leadership. And back in January, when the Lord began to put it in my heart to get involved again in leadership, um, and then you came along, and, and, and the title you gave me, I had never heard of that title before but when you shared what you would like to see I was already doing those things for the last 3 years only now I'm able to do it full time and that's all I'm doing that's why I'm spending so much time on Zoom now Zoom is not going to be a temporary thing for me. I, it, it is going to be a whole new part of the way that I am going to do
0: ministry. That's so good. And it's a short commute, and you can do it in your pajamas. <laughs> and
1: you can do it around the world. I have a young man that I met through my Facebook page on Praying with Bob. And I met him, and turns out he's in Guam. And so we're communicating, and I'm building a relationship with this young man. He's in the Army over there. And there's no limit to where you can go. Right now, I was telling you the other day that most of the new people who are signing up on my Facebook page are coming from Morocco. Imagine that. I mean, who would have thought? And so it's – I mean – I feel almost guilty because I'm having such a good time in the midst of this pandemic. And well, God's doing a new thing.
0: Yeah. God's doing a new thing, and he's still working. Yeah. He's still moving. He he's still is. shaking. And this is a season for spiritual deepening it and is. awakening. Amen. So let's go. Worship band, come back up. Um, Bob, would you mind praying, praying for us while the worship team comes up? Amen. Amen.
1: Father, we come before you so grateful that in Christ, we have a brand new beginning. And that beginning is a tremendous adventure. The challenges are great, but the good news is that you meet those challenges as we surrender and turn our lives over to you. You've said, let not the wise man boast of his wisdom or the rich man boast of his wealth and let not the strong man boast of his strength but let him who boasts boast that he knows you and this morning we can boast that we know you because amen. of what Jesus Christ did at yes. Calvary we give you the glory we give you the praise for what you're doing in our midst in Jesus name yes, Lord amen.
0: amen 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 thank you Bob and Amen. I wanna close with Romans 12, 1. says, therefore, I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. That is what we want to do in this Let's Go Deep series. We want to be obedient, but we want to be obedient in view of God's mercy. This is something that we are doing because of what Jesus has done, not in order to achieve any sort of status or receive his love or gain his love, So let's close out in worship. Conversations podcast will go up, uh, will be live Tuesday morning. So stay tuned to that. We'll talk to Bob again then. And then we'll talk about scripture meditation next Sunday. See y'all then.